Okay, so last night we began the Gemara, as I mentioned last year, about the Raya Rabbi Yisif had, Gemara Nida and Samachal Fandes, Rabbi Yisif says that if you have shabness and it gets lost in the baggage, you can't sell it to a guy, but you might sell it to a yid, even though it's not directly from anywhere, and you can't use it as a saddle you know, for your... A mule or your camel, and you can't uh, sit in it, you certainly can't wear it, you can't have it warm you, but you can make it, uh, weave it into tachrichim for a mace. So, I said, commented, Zaysameres, mesim are putter. He didn't say it like that, though, that we're going to get to tonight, the Rashtra shot. He said, Zaysameres, Mrs. Betelis, Los Lovon. So, what is the Chiddush, Mrs. Betelis, Los Does that mean mesim are putter when they're dead? So, the Ritva ignored that possibility. And he said that, well, first he brought up Lug LaRush. He said it's not Lug LaRush because it's not blatant or because it's not Hanav, he were alive. In this scenario, he wouldn't be getting Hanav, it wouldn't be Elser, so now that he's not getting Hanav, he's dead. And then he moved on to the issue of Mitzvah's Bateh's Lassa Lava, why the Bnei Ephraim, after they were resurrected by Yechezkel, Anavi were wearing tefillin. And we know they're wearing tefillin as they were passed on down to Rabbi Yudin ben Becerra. First try to gave was that wasn't a real Tchiyas HaMesim. It was real Tchiyas HaMesim. But it wasn't the Tchiyas HaMesim, which represents the end of time and the final schar and uh, the grand finale, if you'll call it. And this was nowhere near that. And they got up, went to the beginning of Becerra, and lived a nice life and had children and died. So that's not Hayyim Lasaisim and Machal Akabaschar. They died afterwards. And Mamela, they were Chayyim Mitzvahs. Second terrorist says they volunteered. And a Mitzvah Vaisa, it's filled with a Hele Gazach, especially Lasalava, where you can show the Goyim, me, Kamchi Yisrael, and uh, everybody should see the Amanifchar and the Might of Akash Baruch Hu. Yes? So would the first, the first shot have to, have to take its side on, the, on whether we hold that Yonah was putter from... You're remembering, from you're remembering a shir I gave 14 years ago. Probably reviewed it once in between, although you probably remember it from 14 years ago. Uh, that's one that was uh, once before Yom Kippur. I wanted a tiny another release. I haven't found that anywhere in print. Doesn't mean it's not correct. Oh, you can write it down and put it in print. But I, I wanted a tiny That's why Yena was able to refuse the direct order from Akash Baruch to go give a Nevoah to Nindre because he wasn't high of a mitzvah because he was dead and now he was alive. And that shot wouldn't fit with this first shot in the ritual. That's correct. It only fit with the second shot. It's an unusual shot. Uh, I, I think it's a chiddish because number one, if Hashem gives you a direct tzivu, it's probably very important to listen even if technically you're part of a mitzvah. That would be a good time if he didn't wear tolan every day or he didn't... Uh, didn't keep Shabbos or didn't do anything else, which is unlikely because he's a Navi. But if Hashem comes to you in a Navu and tells you to do something, even if you're not quote unquote Matsuva in general, it would probably be very important to listen with some dire consequences like getting torn off of a ship and getting swallowed by large fish and all of which happens. So so it's not really it's a little I was offering the terrorists a little bit of an answer, an insight to what the Havamina was. But that wouldn't work with this first answer of the Ritva, so that's that's correct. So, the uh, Ritva and the second terrorist again assumes that he's an enemy of and why wouldn't they want to wear Tefillin, and that's why Rabbi Yitam Emissary Yarshan the Tefillin. If you look at page 3 in your copy, we now go on to the Rashba, it takes a completely different approach. Again, 
The Lushan of the Gemara is Amr Abiyasi Zay Samaris Mrs. Betelis Lasalava. Because how else can you put on Tachrichim if when they get up it's Lifni Iver because he's going to get up at his Tachrichim? To which the good doctor who drives very carefully said, How can that be? The Tachrichim, what was your time? The Tachrichim didn't disintegrate yet? They did? Which direction are you going? You were tining two different things. The assumption of the Gemara is that the, based on the Gemara that they're going to get up in their Malbushim, which the Rashba is going to mention now again, the assumption seems to be is that whatever you bury them in, they're getting up in. Ah, Tchis HaMesim, anybody that died a while ago is going to be years, hundreds of years later, or maybe thousands of years later. So the answer is, that's part of the nace. There's nothing left of the body either, and the body comes back, so to the clothing come back. All part of the same nace. Let's see the Rashba, and you'll understand why that aspect is going to be very important for the Hemshech of the Shir. Again, page three, the top on the right hand side. Whatever you bury them in, that's how they're getting up. My father. Shai of the Gears is, was it Abba or his great grandfather? Or further back, but he got that tefillin. Ve'elu tefillin she'aniach li Abba mehem hayu. He'll pass down. So basically, he's asking the same question as the Ritva, without spelling it out as much, but different Shainim have different uh, Lashainis. He's saying, why were they wearing tefillin if they're the tourists? You're implying that they were, they were wearing tefillin when they were buried? No, they were wearing tefillin when they got back up afterwards. He says if, um, if they, they, were, they were... Yeah, yeah. Now, Rosh is just putting it in that it's only a shayla of Lifneiver if they're wearing the same Magadim when they get up. And therefore, B'yesif can claim that you see Mitzvah B'teos Lasa Lava because otherwise it would be Lifneiver for us to bet his mama's Lifneiver. You're putting, you're dressing them in Tachrich and Mishadness. So he says, based on the assumption, they're getting up with the same clothing and the problem is, why were they wearing Tzolan if they had Potter from Mitzvah? So, he does not answer the Ritva's First answer that it wasn't the truth. He doesn't answer the second answer, which is the answer all of you suggested when you first raised it that Enimetsu Vaisa won out volunteer. It doesn't apparently doesn't like either of those tibutsim because he says a third tarot, which is perhaps the biggest chiddush in why you need a gemara to explain to you you're allowed to put on tachrichin with the shotness. Nearly, lasalavai means lasalavai doesn't mean kufa when they get up later on. It means mishashemes ka'amar. It means when they're dead. The Chiddush is, Mrs. Betelis, when they're dead, you can put it on them even though they would be wearing shotness in the grave. You're all wondering, what? Why would that be a Chiddush? They're dead. So the Rashba also was wondering that, and he's going to address the Havamina. Very fascinating Havamina. The Chiddush is that there's no Yisr for us to dress them up in a Chavzashal Yisr why would there be an answer? He's dead. The answer is, if you have a one-day-old child, one of the most common misconceptions in Hilcha Shabbos and all over Halacha is that if the kid is not a bardaz, you can ask him to do whatever you want. Ask him. You can have him do, just hold him on your shoulders like by the light switch and sort of like, you know, have him search around the wall a little bit until he hits that switch and turns everything on or off, whatever you're trying to accomplish. So besides the fact that in Hilcha Shabbos it's worse because Atta bin Chavitacha, and that applies even if they're not higilachinach. There's a second problem of safinim yadayim, which in that case, the light switch is not so partial because he didn't actually put the switch in his hand, just hoping he hits it. But the classic safinim yadayim is if you give tarfris to 
a child. So if a child is then you're violating if you're the parent. And if you're not the parent, then it's not a chinuch issue necessarily, because em based on the tzuvah lafrish, you don't really have to get involved. But to give it to him be a daim, safina be a daim is an isa deraisa. It's learned out from sukin. You can't give a child or anybody be a daim any iser, even if they're not about das and they have no shaykhs to anything. One day old. So the Rashba says the havmin over here is that. If they're dead, they're not high mitzvahs. But for you, be a daim to dress them in shotness so they can lie in their shotness for the next year till it, till it disintegrates? That's, that's a havamina. That would be really bad. Kamash malan, only by living beings do you have mitzvahs of any daim. Fascinating. As havaminas go, absolutely fascinating. So he's saying it's okay. So, Abyeis is Chiddish Mitzvahs, Bateas, Los Lava. What does Los Lava mean? In one minute from now, when he dies, make tachichim with somebody, or in a month from now, whenever they use it. Interesting. And he's going to defend in a moment. Loss of love sounds like way in the future. So he says, no, loss of love on shah sometimes means the near future. And he's going he's to document that in a moment. And he says, the chidish is, kamash malon, Rabbi Yassi says, it's okay. But the hanamina is pretty astounding that you've been madame him to a one day old child. So Rashba says, yeah, it's a good hanamina. One day old child is not chayim either. And yet, I, it's an isa the right, so to give him an isa dime. I can't dress him in shotness. I can't feed him typhus. I can't uh, afford him. It's a big shaylanachrainim, not for now, but it'll still give you for some time. What is the isa of to be a dime? Kid's sitting here, he's three months old, six months old. What if he's sitting? Eight months old, and he's sitting in a high chair. Can I put some pork bellies on there and leave the room? Now, the nature of uh, children is whatever you put on there, chair either will be tested for gravity but that's every other pork belly and some of them will get into their mouth so is that safina be a dime so it's a big machlek is you put it in front of them you don't mama put it in the mouth is that safina be a dime and there are a lot of nafkaminas to various cases uh, some unfortunate cases some safe as a chuva about uh, a home that only care for somebody who wasn't in their right mind and uh, had a dinner of a shaita a dinner of a cotton is there a nisa safina be a dime it doesn't make a difference if it's never going to be a baradas there are all sorts of complicated chuvas on this subject, but here you're dressing the mace, and the mace can't fight back, and your mom is putting tachrichim mitshadnis. So the havamina that's safina bedaim. It's also kamash malan. I'm Rabbi Yisrael mitzvah betelus lost the love. Lost love means in the grave. Let's see that inside. So what? How does, this, how does this help though? But oh, so it doesn't help us at all. <laughs> that's the problem. The Rashba is not going to address that yet. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to that. That's gonna, that's my comment afterwards. First, first we got to see the brishayim, then we'll. Uh, Yes, there's a shayla. How quickly they have to take it off and they leave? Let the tell Malachi Asharis. Yeah, so so hold that thought for a moment. Let's just finish finish the rashba and then we'll get to it. Veni Ali, Lasa Lava Mishas Shemes Kamer. First in line, Shemes. For line, Mesh Ena Chai Metsuva Alamez. I'm not Metsuva. The Chai is not Metsuva. Not to be Safina be a dime the mace, Kadesh Armu be Katanam, Lois, Saichlum, Karbe, Lesachilum, just like the Zenisser by Katanam. Lahazagadelam alakatana. The time may be shun deceive, no, so why is it Takamutu? The answer is, it says, the Mesum Chavshin, we die shun, Kim Shames, Adam Nasi Chavshin, Minimitzvah. Now, we, we uh, mentioned this in a different shear. Many Rishan, not like the Rash, but say, yeah, the Chiddush is Kim Shames, Adam Nasi Chavshin, Minimitzvah. It means after they get up in Tchiyas Amesim, that's like the Ritzvah. Like the other Rishayim. It's not a Chiddush when they're dead. 
That's Pashat. So the Rashba says, that's not Pashat at all. The Rashbah is, can I give them an Isvi Yadayim? Mishas, Bishas Misasa, rather. And why does the word Loss of Lava mean that? Loss of Lava normally means way into the future. So the Rashba says, Yesh Loss of Lava Bismana, Enu Bismana Muad. Loss of Lava sometimes means for tomorrow or for next month. And he brings an example, a famous example, famous where we allow certain things that we don't allow now, that can want to go next time, like calls, or uh, midwives delivering babies, or people went out for a Hatzalakol with their armaments, and if you tell them to leave it over there, they're not going to have it next time. Also, he brings the example of uh, he goes to visit his Rebbe, Anyab Kippur, and he's has to cross the stream and he's like getting drenched. And it's um over there, but it's not a Rachitza Shaltainag. And the Sugi discusses what we allow in Yom Kippur because if we don't allow it, he's not going to go next time. The Shabbos, the Chazin, and Klezainim, the example I gave, letting them take back their weapons even though the war's over and they don't need them now. The answer is if they don't get them back when they need them, they might not be too interested in going next time. And the various Machlekesim, Ramesha, and other Paiskim. Lagabe Hatzala calls, do you need a guy to drive? Uh, how inconvenient is it? And is that going to be Machshim Lazalavo? And that's not for our sugya now, but just trying to always show you what's uh, coming down the pipe of uh, all the sugyas that are embedded. So the Rashba says his Pratna Gemara is the Chiddush is limited to when he is dead. So you started asking a minute ago, uh, the fellow's going to get up. So if the Rashba is avoiding that he's Patulas Lava because they were chilling after they got up in Yecheskel's time, he doesn't hold it for Stehutzim. So what does the Rashba do with the fact that they're going to get up in, in Shatnas? So, Yida, you're back to your question from last night. Well, let's assume for a moment that the clothing disintegrated already, which, as you asked last night, is, well, it depends when he dies. Somebody's going to die a week or a day before Tchiyas Amazin. But... So I know. So I think the point is we're assuming everybody we're in discussion now is um, is dead and the body's not here or and so the clothing's not here. What? Saying, so you don't know that when you bury them, so you're assuming, all right, so they're going to have Tchiyas Amazin within a week and everything's going to be, you know, that's... No, it's going to be worse. Should, so we shouldn't do it. We shouldn't do it. Right, that's a problem. That's what he's asking. He's asking how do we do this? So I'm, so I'm going to take the assumption for this discussion that uh, most people, and so far the stats are on my side, I have millions and millions and millions of people who the body's not here and the clothing are not here. Yes, you're painting a scenario where somebody's going to be last in, first out. There's an accounting rule like that, no? Life or five or different ways to do it, right? So never took accounting, but I just know the expression. So, uh, that, right, there's computers also. Okay. It's FIFO and LIFO? No, isn't it? Uh, but, uh, so, um, so there's a, uh, there's a situation where it's kind of unfair. The guy just died, and all of a sudden he's getting a reprieve. Okay, well, somebody's got somebody's to die last. But uh, the vast amount of people we're talking about, I was actually talking about anybody in the ground, is even, even not uh, six months in. I would assume even a short while in, the body starts disintegrating and the clothing starts disintegrating, which means he's going to have to get the new... Derech Neis, he's not going to get up in tattered clothing. He's going to get up. So let's assume that's the case for the moment, even though I agree it's not push it. Uh, when these clothing, uh, the, the set of clothing you gave, the shotness and everything else uh, disintegrates completely, and then Lasa Lovo, Atchis Mesmi, gets up. He's wearing clothing now, just like he's wearing his uh, body. 
He has a new body, new clothing. Uh, this um, set of tachrichim is shadness or not? It's not true at all. Who knows? It's got bigger issues than that. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I think it's synthetic clothing. Um, to use the expression, which we're going to get into soon. Um, yes, and like the Shemin Chanukah is coming, it's right around the corner. We've got that's almost So the famous uh, Shemin Nase issue with uh, lighting from Nase and the Chaim's Kasha, and if uh, if the Nase was that it went down to zero and just reappeared, and that's not kosher for Hadlakas Nair, it's not Beis And the Radak uh, discusses with the Shemin, the Shishan Amis, is that you have to take off Meiser? It's synthetic Shemin. So it burns nicely and lights up the place. Shabbos can be yetzim mitzvahs with it. So if many hold, you can't be yetzim mitzvahs with it, so then you can't do averis with it either. So if that's true, then it's no longer shatnas. It's also a synthetic body. What? It's a synthetic body. So, so, so the question is, why does the Rosh behold that when they get up the chai for mitzvahs, they have a new body also? The answer is yeah. But there's a precedent for that. It's called having a baby. But the growing was made out of dirt. Yeah, I'm saying, but I don't have to go to Almishan. We're in Almishan, so yeah, but I don't have to go to that. A baby's form grows up, grows bigger. The whole thing's a nice. We're just used to it, so we don't. And it's mamish came out yesh mayayin. It's growing, 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 and then it's chayvimitzus. So that doesn't bother me as much. But the clothing is not what. It's still in the shamba inside a goof. Yeah, that's chayv. Yeah, yeah. So which is machlekes shine and what it means over it's quite an afkamina. Machlekes the rashi and the mitzvah and many others. Whether the chayv and mitzvahs lost the lava, but the beged if the recreation b'derech neis one could taina the Torah did not sir. Now it's not so partial. One could also. I know that no Hashem recreates the exact same thing. If you do a chemical test and you go to the Shatner's lab, they're going to tell you the Shatner's the rice here. Right, right. No, but over there they tested it and they found there was no good. No, that, that, the test can differentiate. If Hashem does the nace, I guarantee you Hashem could. I don't know, I don't know if he will, but Hashem could, could run it that it's going to look and have the same exact molecular structure as regular linen and wool. That would be the same as Hashem. That's the Shiloh. We don't know. Nobody did a chemical analysis of Hashem. And I don't know. Hashem, as we see today, has many things that burn and give off light. I don't know. I'd be curious, but I wasn't there with Isha Shanamis. If you can get a sample of that somewhere in the Dead Sea uh, archives uh, and do a chemical analysis, I wonder what you come up with. Maybe it's just a bunch of electrons packaged in a different way and a gable. Who knows? So over here, says, how is Hashem going to do the nace? We have no idea, but it's Mastaber. Uh, I've noticed you, linen growing and wool growing is also a nace. <laughs> so Hashem doing the nace anyway. What difference is nace? There are a lot of different possibilities over here. That's what I'm trying to suggest. Uh, what? Vinegar can burn. Vinegar can burn, right? That's been done before, tried and done successfully, by the way. Not too often, but yeah. So that's that's my point. So, so I don't know. It's hard to know what to do. But the Rashba could say, well, if it grows back, the Ishmaeans, so uh, who says there's minister over here? That's, that's one of the possibilities. There's a lot of discussion about this Rashba. It's one of the possibilities. And it's not the same as what we're going to introduce with this, which, as I said, is the segue to our Parshas uh, Noyach uh, and the first uh, mention of the Schar of Tzitzis for B'nai Shem. And that is the uh, very dynamic and always controversial sugya of synthetic air-conditioned sitzis. Now, I will mention in the beginning, uh, the air-conditioned sitzis in the market uh, historically has been synthetic, mostly nylon, rayon, the like. There is one company that makes air-conditioned sitzis. Air-conditioned sitzis, for me, uh, less initiated are um, the holy ones. Holy sitzis sound even better. Uh, with many, many holes in it. Uh, there's one company, what? It's a mesh. 
A mesh, yeah. Air conditioning is much more you know, exotic. Uh, so um, if you buy it, there's one company, there was one company, I think they're still around, that actually has cotton, a regular cotton thing with the holes in it. So that is not going to be, so I mentioned air conditioning, I'm not attacking the fact that there are holes, the holes won't puzzle it. It's a question of what the begot is made of, and a very important Shaila, because in the last 20, 30 years, this has been a sugi get to every single family, you know, every mother going shopping for their kids, and every man wearing the thing, uh, and especially for kids who, for the summer, and they, they want to be a little bit uh, cooler. And the uh, big debate, which we're going to go into now, after having mentioned it, Derek Haga, for many years, um, one of the local farm stores... Uh, Mentioned, which is good, I guess. You know, you're Ben Terra behind the counter. So somebody in the show came back to me and he says, Is that the one of the stores? And he asked for a pair of air conditioned scissors. And the guy pointed to one bag. He said, um, That one has, has a hechsher, but I'm warning you, Rabbi Viner doesn't like it. So <laughs> I said, Can you go back and tell my Moshe doesn't like it? It wasn't Rabbi Viner. Uh, but okay, you know, at least they're listening. <laughs> but uh, but so I'm Moshe Feinstein, much better address. Um, it's a big machlekes, and the machlekes is really fascinating. It's not a raya from what we're using here as the first springboard. I can make a chili between shemenes and begadim that grow back by tchiyasamesim, which is completely derechnes, and never grew from the ground. That that perhaps is mamish halachically synthetic, that it's not chai from isis, and you can't be etzi, Allah is nervous with it. And uh, perhaps if it had abakamfis, it couldn't be etzi it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be a raya when you have something that is woven, and we'll get to the basics of synthetic garments in a moment, that it'll be a raya that is necessarily puzzle. Ramesha is known, and that's the Maramakam uh, I'm going to start off with, Ramesha is known to be the proponent of holding, basically, that it's absolutely puzzle, not chayim and not yetzitzitzitz, as a brachal pretty severe, and I, I want to remind people, and I'm going to bring the, the many chalkam. There are many who argue on it. Uh, some hold to the suffix, some hold it certainly is good. I'm going to remind everybody that the key to the sugya, and you have to understand when you learn any sugya, where the sugya is coming from. Are we dealing with the Raisa? Are we dealing with the Rabbanon? Are we dealing with the Hidr? Why are you doing the Hidr? Very imp- that context is very important, which any place has to weigh very carefully the circumstance, who's asking, and what you're up against, but where you're coming from. Tzitzis has a kula and a chumla. The kula is, just keep this among us and whoever's listening, uh, you, don't, you can't really tell somebody the mechuyiv to put on abakam as the tzitzis, as is clear from the sogyan, from the pasuk. What's also clear is the mini Yisrael, for many, many, many centuries, is that we're smart. And for pennies, you could put yourself in a matzah where you get to do a mitzvah deresa. So since the style for many centuries is that we don't wear abakampas anymore, so it doesn't come natural, we go out and buy an abakampas to put on tzitzis to get the heilige mitzvah, get the shmirah, and all the inyanam with it for pennies, and it doesn't cost anything, you don't feel it during the day, you put it on, you get to go. It's one of the easiest mitzvahs around, per the Vilma tears, before he died. So the whole reason we're putting on tzitzis is to put ourselves in a matzah where we're being yetzi, hopefully the mitzvah derisa of tzitzis. So when I say kul and chumra, the good news is, is that, well, if you don't make a bracha, the problem is anybody buying these with the hechshah is going to make a bracha because they think it's kosher. But if you don't make a bracha, you're putting it on, and it's not chayim tzitzis, so you didn't do anything wrong, but you missed the whole point. The whole reason you're going through the effort of spending the money putting it on every morning is to be able to makayim the mitzvah of tzitzis. So hayyaisa, you're trying to be machz yourself into a chiyuv, it would make a lot of sense 
this already starts from the Mishnah Brewer and before that, to put yourself in the maximum chiv according to the most shittas, because that's why we're doing this in the first place. So you understand the argument can be made is, well, I don't have to do this in the first place. It's true. But if you're doing it already, why put yourself in a suffix? And that has to be remembered. I'm probably going to say that at the end of the suffix. Yeah. But I'm saying it now is that the well-known machayik is machayik and amot, based on machayik sushayim. What begot the machayik? The machayik says, only tzemer and pishtim. Pishtim we don't wear because the machayik is whether they ask the gamre because they're worried about your kla'ilon, your phony tchelis, which we had about 17 hours of shiron. And they basically ask it because you put on linen and you think you have tchelis and you put on tchelis, so then if it's not real tchelis, you can be wearing shotness back to our so yeah, you're going to be in big trouble. So they asked it. Uh, the Rosh, uh, if you remember from the Shear, said that he noticed when he ran away from Germany to Spain because they caught his Rebbe and he was next. First thing you notice, the Balabatim were wearing linen garments, which was very common then, because linen and wool were the most common threads, and that's gonna most common garments. And we're gonna get back to that as we get to the Sugi, because it's important to know what historically was going on, what were they using, how do you define a garment? And he noticed the Balabatim wearing linen garments with linen tzitzis. Which is fine. No shot is there, they didn't have tchelis. But there's a shot of an Isdurabon. We passed like Beshama there, one of the few cases in Shas, and there were Ivan Isdurabon. And he writes in his parish that I was going to say something, but then I realized, you know, we don't have tchelis anyway. So therefore, there's no Xer anymore. And everybody asks after the rush what happened to a low plug. And usually Xer Durabonon is a low plug because now it's okay, but the next circumstance it won't have that. And interesting, that's one rush that's very fascinating to say over in the context of our modern times, because now we've got lots of people walking around who think they have tchelis. So, lo and behold, all of a sudden we see the wisdom of the low plug, that it might not apply now, tomorrow, the next day, next year, next century, but Chazal had a very forward picture of what could happen, therefore when they ask us something, maybe we should keep it. And many other Rishon say, it still does apply, and the Rush felt it didn't. Because for some reason, Dafkavi here felt it wasn't a low plug, we had a whole share to explain why then. And Lamaisa, the Achranim say, don't get involved, don't wear linen, tzitzis on linen garments. So that's out. So we have one min left, and that's wool. And many, many Ephraim say, if you're already putting on tzitzis, Kadaya machs yourself to a chiv and put on a wool garment. Now, wool sounds very hot to people. Um, I'm not sure, you know, Tam Varech, uh, I don't want to get into some people, Schwitz more or less. Many people ask me, the first thing I ask them is, do they have air conditioning in their house? And they tell me, yes. I give recognition to your car, yes. Office, yes. Check, check, check. Base measure, Shavada. So I said, where are you? They're getting so sweated up. The three seconds between this car. So if he's playing ball in camp, okay. So then I, I hear the Shaila. But before you're so quick to say, I just get hot thinking of wool, uh, it's, for most people, it's not an issue whatsoever. Often it's in the mind. You could try the lightweight wool. And that's the only garment you can wear to have a chiv the race to everybody. That's the only thing left once you take Pishtun out of the equation. The good news is for Ashkenazim is the Ramah, in essence, paskins that all garments, all except for the exceptions we're going to discuss, are chayiv. Notable is cotton, which is the next uh, thing after you trade in your wool, if you do that. And the Ramah holds that's also chayiv midaraisa, and the Machaber seems to hold some chayiv midaraisa, definitely chayiv. So Ashkenazim admit, Ashkenazim place can say, put yourself in a matzah like the Machaber because it's a machlekes, why lose that? That's the whole reason you're putting on tzitzis. So the standard psak, I say psak in quotations, suggestion, advice, is to wear wool and tzitzis. It's now October. Uh, if you haven't been and you want to get yourself a nice pair from now 
for Muncie from now until April, you should be fine. Not going to be that hot, and there's no downside if you wear it to sleep and you're machmer for that, and you want to switch. So you can switch, even though it's a shy of a bracha, switching begodim, but is what to be sanuchan. Lamaisa, the discussion in the Ramah, for us as, uh, as Americans, the modern era, we know of cotton, and that's a very comfortable uh, type of thread, and that's why we use it a lot, and linen is legamere gone, except when you find it in your suit somewhere. Um, just yesterday, somebody asked me a very common shayla, they have a suit, uh, it's 100% wool, that's a check of shotness. So I said, 100% wool, you should check up a shotness. They said, but it's 100% wool. How could it be shotness? That would make it 101%. So the answer is, unfortunately, that's not the case. They sort of round off a little bit, and if they meet a thread here and a thread there, shoulder pads and a couple of buttons, you know, they'll make it 100.5%, 101%, 102%. That's why we check for shotness. So aside from the uh, little strands sneaking in here and there, we don't really have linen. I tell my kids, I grew up, there's something called a linen closet. They said, what's that? It's a closet where they put linens. So now they're putting, it's a polyester closet or a rayon closet or a nylon closet or something like that. Uh, you've heard of a linen closet? You've, uh, so, uh, so the question we're going to begin to discuss tomorrow night is we have ancient garments made out of wool and linen. They had cotton growing. And yet there's a machleka as to whether cotton makes the grade, makes the cut to be called a beged minatera. So why should that be? The first thing you have to explore and then, when we either do or don't figure that out, there's one garment that absolutely is not considered a beged. That's not a machlek, is that Ramesha, everybody else? And that is or leather. Which, in the context of our parshas, we have a tie-in like three different ways to these parshas, uh, there's a very prominent, very prominent garment, like the most prominent garment ever talked about in all of Tanakh. Uh, which garment is that? Uh, no, that's the second most prominent. We didn't get there yet. Remind so, me in a few so, parishes. What? Silk. No. That's a plastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, now you're going to tell me, well, or is a shayla, whether it's an ayin, aleph, is that what it means? There are enough mafarshim to learn that or is leather. And Nayach uh, even wore it when he used to feed the animal, and then Nimrod stole it. It's great because whenever you went hunting, the animals would just like faint when they'd see you. But then all the animal pictures and probably a lot of Kabbalah and Mister and Kishif on there also, whatever. Uh, Kosher Kishif was given to Adam. And he stole it, and then Esau killed him, and he stole it. We're going to get a lot of mileage this thing. It's made out of leather. So, interesting way to start a sugya. The only garment that is absolutely not considered a garment, called will be is leather. That's the, that's the anacha we're going to start with tomorrow night. So, if you um, aren't confused enough, what? Ah, the tuma for it, yeah, okay. So that's a shayla. How much does the tuma tzitzis sugya dovetail as part of the complication over here? But it makes a will uh, You can bring your leather jackets tomorrow, and we will uh, pick up on that tomorrow.